Greetings and welcome to the Bishop's Radio. Let's pray. Our Father, our God, and Maker of all things, we bless your holy name and thank you for ordaining this podcast to bless, transform, liberate, and lift all who come in contact with it. We give you praise because your word is true and you are faithful. Thank you for all the lives that will be touched with this broadcast. We are grateful for the testimonies that will abound. Be forever glorified in and through us all in Jesus' name. Amen. A recent happening triggered the flooding of my mind with awesome insight into being able to stay in one's place. The thing is, I have come across several stories of people feeling overshadowed by another's personality, fame, popularity, and all, motivating such to desire to pull out and be on their own. This situation could be between a group, family, or among friends. There are several stories of, say, musical bands that go through such dissolution because one, or all of the members believe it's best for them to be on their own. I expect that several examples will flash through your mind at this point. Most of the stories behind these breakouts are similar in nature. Plenty stories are available of church breakouts, and there will be more. And God still remains the God of order. The infallibility of God is not in question and not up for debate. But man is fallible. We can miss it. We can hear wrong. That's why we are grateful for his mercy that covers for us in such situations. We answer to the one true God, the judge of all. Psalms 50 verse 6. Psalms 50 verse 6 and I'm using the HCSB. It reads, the heavens proclaim his righteousness for God is the judge. Selah. And let's do Hebrews 12.23. Hebrews 12.23 and I'm using the New Living Translation. It reads, you have come to the assembly of God's firstborn children whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God himself who is the judge over all things. You have come to the spirits of the righteous ones in heaven who have now been made perfect. And that is that. It means he is the one that makes the final decision in all situations. Then we we'll live at his pleasure. Revelations 4.11 Revelations 4.11 And I'm rendering it with the Passion Translation. It reads, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory, honor, and power. For you created all things, and for your pleasure they were created and exist. That is why Paul can admonish us believers to do all we do unto the Lord. That is, we should live with the presence of mind that God is the one that will score us. He will mark our lives and give us our score. Colossians 3.23 Colossians 3.23 
still using the Passion Translation. It reads, put your heart and soul into every activity you do as though you are doing it for the Lord himself and not merely for others. If we actually give heed to what this verse is saying, we will not notice if we are famous or popular. We will not be bothered if we get accolades or not from others. We will not be focused on making our mark because we are constantly aware that we do not live for ourselves but for God. Therefore, our focus will be pleasing God and not man. We will not be concerned with position or role. We will just be focused on bearing his mark in and upon us rather than making our mark. Recall the Lord's Prayer, Matthew 6, 9 to 10. Matthew 6, 9 to 10, and I'm using the Passion Translation. It reads, pray like this, our beloved Father, dwelling in the heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth just as it is in heaven. We exist to execute his will and that's it. Whenever and wherever, we are to stay in his purpose and will for us at all times. If his will is that we play second fiddle for all our existence, we do it passionately, enthusiastically, we enjoy it. Paul captures it well in 1 Corinthians 12 and I'll read from 12 to 27. 1 Corinthians 12 from verse 12 to 27 and I'm using the New Living Translation. It reads, the human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, and some are free. But we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the food says, I am not a part of the body because I am not a hand, that does not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear says, I am not part of the body because I am not an eye, would that make it any less a part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it had only one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. And the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen, while the more honorable parts do not require this special care. So God 
has put the body together such that extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members so that all the members care for each other. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. All of you together are Christ's body and each of you is a part of it. I believe this is explicit enough, but just for the sake of emphasis, in team sports, the victory or loss affects everyone associated with the team, be you the owner, sponsor, coaching team, players, medical team, fans, family and friends, facility management, team staff, every single person associated with the team suffers the loss or enjoys the victory of the team. Either you played that day or did not, as long as you have a link of some sort with the team, that's all that matters. We are reminded of this so that we all can play our part effectively and efficiently. When we do our part, we then let God do his part. We look to Paul the Apostle again to set the matter out clearly. 1 Corinthians 3, 1 to 8. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, from verse 1 to 8. And I'm using the Passion Translation. It reads, Brothers and sisters, when I was with you, I found it impossible to speak to you as those who are spiritually mature people. For you are still dominated by the mindset of the flesh. And because you are immature infants in Christ, I had to nurse you and feed you with milk, not with the solid food of more advanced teachings, because you weren't ready for it. In fact, you are still not ready to be fed solid food, for you are living your lives dominated by the mindset of the flesh. Ask yourselves, is there jealousy among you? Do you compare yourself with others? Do you quarrel like children and end up taking sides? If so, this proves that you are living your lives centered on yourselves, dominated by the mindset of the flesh and behaving like unbelievers. For when you divide yourselves up in groups, a Paul group and an Apollos group, you are acting like people without the Spirit's influence. Who is Apollos, really? Or who is Paul? Aren't we both just servants through whom you believed our message? Aren't each of us doing the ministry the Lord has assigned to us? I planted the church, and Apollos came and cared for it. But it was God who caused it to grow. This means the one who plants is not anybody special, nor the one who waters. For God is the one who brings the supernatural growth. Now, the one who plants and the one who waters are equally important and on the same team, but each will be rewarded for his own work. Selah! That's it for this week. Don't forget to share this blessing with others. Sharing it shows that you were blessed and you love for others to be blessed as you were blessed. So you see, 
Love is the motivation here and love is seen in action. Also, listen to this podcast again and again to properly benefit from it. And should you be moved to give feedback, do not hesitate as your feedback can inspire the next podcast. And always remember that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Stay well and blessings always.